Hey y'all, what's up? This is your girl Samantha and this is my podcast, Naturalize. Um, so, today is Saturday, um, November the 6th and I'm in my garage recording this at 10.34 this morning because I really wanted to record it yesterday, but um, the kids didn't get gone until about 8, so, and by that time I was already tired and not really... Not really more so feeling it, not saying, because I was feeling it, but <clears throat> I wanted to have my thoughts a little bit more together before we came up here and we talked because I wanted to jot down some things on some paper because a lot happened yesterday and that's what I want to come and talk about today. So what'd you go through and what'd you grow through? Because y'all know I got to ask because we can't just start talking and not ask my girls what they going through this week um and i kind of want to start doing um i can ask y'all what y'all prayer requests and like praise reports i'm really going to get that email set up this weekend that's on my to-do list so that um people can send their stories and stuff and i'm actually working on a few stories i'm trying to watch this computer battery because it looks like it's gonna die but i'm working on a few stories that i do want to get together here soon um that's just taking a little bit more time than just hopping on here and talking about it it's some things that i want to do with this podcast that is going to allow others to be set free from things that cause them pain and um so it's just some things that i want to be able to take time with so yeah this computer is on 18 percent, so i'm gonna have to go get the charger um but Yes. Okay, so yeah. Yesterday, a lot happened. And it really wasn't even a lot, but it was a lot. And I feel like it was perfect, like perfect timing because I have kind of been, not kind of, let me stop saying kind of. I have been wanting to do a podcast about why I chose to get saved and, you know, stuff like that because... I have learned so many things uh, on my spiritual journey with Christ that we black women, man, I can only speak for black women because I'm not a man, so I don't know what they were taught, but black women, boy, we have been brainwashed, you hear me? And I just want you to know that you don't have to look like what your parents look like. You don't have to look like what your family who went to church look like. None of that. You could be you or you could be, you know what God created you to be, which is fearfully and wonderfully made, just like them, you know? Um, so, yes. I want to even start ending the segment, maybe with a little bit of prayer, and um, also some topics I kind of want to be able to, not kind of, again. <laughs> I want to, my bad, y'all. I want to um, allow other people to be Accept, I don't allow other people to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. So sometimes at the podcast, we're going to go to church a little bit because, look, this is who I am now. And, um, yeah, okay? So this is such a great topic, but um, I'm not actually talking about why I, was set, why I chose Christ after years. Well, why I didn't choose Christ, but why Christ chose me. 
because we don't choose him. He chooses us, you know? So, um, that's not this today. Today is about yesterday. And it's going to tie into the topic of why I decided to get saved. Because Summer Walker dropped a major hit yesterday. And when I say a major hit, I'm not talking about the lyrics per se. Like, I'm not saying that I'm hipped onto good music as far as lyric-wise. I just read her... Um, the night before, I didn't, like I said, I'm not even, like, so much in tune with music because now I find myself listening to more gospel than I probably ever listened to in my life. And I feel like it's not forced. It's feel like something that I want to listen to. And it's because um, I did a podcast a little bit ago about who has your ear. And I just don't want to hear about things that I can't really relate to. That's a great that's a great way to say it. Relate to. Because y'all be sitting here listening to Pooh Shiesty and y'all need shot nobody before. Please shut up. Won't even shoot nobody. Won't even fight for your friend if your friend getting jumped. Please child hush. So anyway, not to drift off a little bit, but I'm on I'm in some of y'all business today and that's another reason why we doing this. But um I'm not a lyrical person, but I do know how I read her intro to her new album, Still Over It. And I'm trying to find it right quick. Hold on. Well, I see it says here. Take this opportunity to learn from my mistakes. You don't have to guess if some, something is love. Love is shown through action. Stop making excuses for people who don't show up for you. Don't ignore the red flags. And don't think you have to stay somewhere because you can't find better. You can and you will. Don't settle for less. You don't deserve it and neither does your family. So that's what Summer Walker said. Okay. So I want to talk about Summer Walker because I want to talk about how... Summer Walker did something major for the girls yesterday. For the black women. For the black women. I'm not talking about nobody else. I'm just talking about the white, the, the black women. Because culture, our culture, we got to stop acting like our culture isn't different from other cultures. It is. It's different. And I want to talk about our culture today because yesterday I got on the book. And baby, I was on every status, any status, and all kind of statuses. Because one thing about me, two things for sure. Um, I live in my truth every day. I live in my truth every day. Um, even strangers know that when they meet me, I live in my truth every day. And yesterday I saw a, a lot of captivity on the book and on Twitter and on Instagram and on Snapchat. I saw a lot of cap coming from girls who don't live in their truth sitting here throwing stones at somebody who do. So what I want to ask you black ladies is... How can you wake up every day living a lie yourself that you're happy, that you're healed, that you've battled with the things you should be, you've dealt with the things you battle with. Let me say that, um, that you're in therapy and that you are what you portray. How many of you wake up every day and are actually what you say you are? I probably could hear crickets because... 
I live in my truth every day and I have met few people who live in their truth every day. Like every day. And I got on Facebook yesterday and I was commenting on everybody's status who has something to say about Summer Walker because for one, um, it's called healthy discussion. You're not always right and you're not always what you portray to be, okay? Because if you don't live in your truth, false advertising, okay? So let me just say this for the women who got up there yesterday who wake up every day and live a lie of, oh, I'm happy or, oh, I'm this or, oh, I'm that, and you sit around and you're miserable and you sit around and you talk about the things you sit and battle with or they cross your mind, it's because you're still battling with them. Um, and Summer Walker is still battling with some of her own personal issues, and instead of sitting around talking about it, she chose to make songs about them. She chose to make songs about her personal issues that she's dealing with and people who live in a lie every day got on Facebook yesterday and threw stones at a woman who chose to live in her truth. Imagine that. The other week, and this isn't to just be messy, it's just to stay fast. The other week, my kid's father brought up everything that I used to be in my past. And I know today, and all my friends know today, that I'm saved. I've been saved, and I've been baptized, and I'm not just saying I'm saved. I actually live um, a golly way, and I'm trying to not be a perfectionist, but be who God created me to be. So does that mean I still sin? Duh. We human. Everybody sins. Everybody sins. It's, it's, it's normal. The only thing about me versus a non-sinner I mean, versus a non-saved person, because we all sinners, is that I just chose to allow God to use me and guide me and give me that godly protection that I need over my life to know that I don't have to be what I think I what I have to be. I don't have to be what I thought it would look like. It doesn't have to go that way. If it's what you created me to be, then I'm I'm with it. Arms open wide and I'm willing to do whatever. So take what I thought I knew and transform me into who you created me to be. That's how it goes. Sinners, Christians who are Christians who are Christians and are trying to do right, which is myself. Um, we don't say that we weren't. We don't forget who we were in the past before we got saved. We just use it. As a constant reminder of where God has taken us and why we don't want to go back. So we're just more cautious about. So, yeah, we still sin, but we're just more cautious about how we choose, like how we choose to sin, because the object is to move forward. We don't want to be what we used to be. So we take what we used to be and use it as a reminder of to not go back. So Christians don't forget where they came from because somebody told me the other week, uh, y'all act like y'all don't sin. Who is y'all? Because So if you say y'all act like y'all don't sin, which is Christians, and you're saying y'all, you must not be saved, which means right now, if you were to die, God bless your soul, sure. Because um, the Bible says that if you have not confessed with your mouth, that you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Mm. Don't read me. And then people like to say, well, y'all do religion and religion is this, religion is that. Look, don't be don't be conformed to the things in this world, my love. 
all that money and stuff that y'all think matter, that stuff don't matter. But so choose God. But anyway, what I'm saying is people change. And if you say those people and you ain't saved, well, I'm just gonna say that I just pray that you got a little bit more time and that the the light wake up, the light goes off, and that the coffee is warm before you decide to wake up and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But anyways, I just want you to know that people can change, right? People are not who they used to be. And if you are who you used to be 10 years ago, then my love, you need to go in and you need to do a little bit more soul searching shit because I would only hope that you would get better. Therefore, if you don't want people to hold you to those same standards that you used to be, then stop doing it for other people. But moving forward, I just want to talk about Summer Walker and the things that she did yesterday for black women. I want to talk about it because black women scorn other black women for things that they wish they could do. Let's keep it a band. We're going to keep it a band and we're going to start acting like some of y'all don't cry yourselves to sleep at night because y'all don't got a man that's holding y'all. We're going to also stop acting like some of y'all married ain't being like some of y'all ain't been married for years and your marriage is total hell up. We also going to stop acting like um, some of y'all are not battling with um, self-identity. You don't even know if you like girls. You don't even know if you like boys. But instead of figuring out your own mess, y'all would rather throw stones at a woman who's choosing to live in her own truth. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, I'm living in my own truth. And that's what this podcast is. So if you're sitting here listening... All you're doing is, I'm just Summer Walker. It's just, I'm not rapping. I'm not talking about um, my baby daddy today, but I did the other day, sitting here crying my eyes out from something I'm currently battling with and suffering with. Um, I just want you to know that Summer Walker did something amazing yesterday for culture, and she got up here and she talked about Things that she's suffering with. And yes, it's her second album. But let's get into my notes that I have wrote. have written down. I told a girl yesterday that. Um, let me go pull it up on the book real quick. Because I didn't. I wrote a lot this morning. And I didn't write this. Okay, so yesterday I just basically said. There was a, a post that went out. And it said. Um. Summer Walker album doesn't make me want to cry or even hit up a nigga expressing my pain. It makes me want to wake the fuck up, realize who I am, what I bring to the table, and never let a nigga do no lame shit to me or pull no lame shit on me ever again. I shared a post, but I also said it lets me know that I'm past this point to where I don't, you know, want to call anybody and remind them of those things. But I'm rooting for my sisters who aren't there just yet. It's a process for real. Been there before too, sis. Okay, so I want to talk about that a little bit because um, I'm not there. And that's why when I, I did give Summer album, Summer's album, I listened to it, some songs and stuff. And the thing she was saying, I was reading, like, really in tune to what she was saying and, like, listening and looking at some of the lyrics. And um, I just want y'all to know that I was there before. I couldn't relate to her today because I don't feel the same hurt. 
I'm not gonna say I can't relate, but I didn't feel the lyrics because it's not something that I'm currently battling with. Now, if it came out a few years ago when I was in my a damsel in distress, hell yeah, I probably would have been bumping it. Cause some days I was bumping teen. Some days I was bumping tank. Some days I was bumping gospel because I didn't know how I was going to get out of my mess, you know. And I just want you to know that y'all women be sitting here throwing stones at another woman who was in a position that you used to be in. Hell, some of y'all still in it, but you don't want to realize it and you don't want to accept it for what it is because it looked bad. It looked bad that after five years, that man done left you. And you still hurt and you don't want to talk about it. So instead of talking about your hurt, you'd rather throw stones at somebody else who chose to make a song about their hurt. Mm. Truth is, y'all battling the same demons. All she doing is getting um, paid for hers. <laughs> so let me tell you this. Because I wanted to go also and I wanted to talk about... Hold on, y'all, because my battery's getting low. Hold on, let me go get the charger. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I had to go get the charger. And y'all gonna probably hear a little bit of noise over here because I had to move the thing. The um, because I'm sitting in my garage and my hot water heater is in here and that little AC whatever thing is on the other side of this garage door, um wall, and it's running because it's cold in the house and I got the heat on. So, anyways, let's get back to what I was talking about. I wanted to talk about. I was just talking about how women got up there and threw stones at Summer Walker for something she chose to voice out loud. Black women got to suffer in silence, and that's what's wrong with y'all. That's what's wrong with y'all. That's what's wrong with y'all. That's what's wrong with us. Okay? I'm, I said y'all because it, I'm not in that no more. I'm not in that little cult that black women have to suffer in silence that we can't tell the things we battle with because it's gonna make the family look bad it's gonna make us look miserable you're still dealing with it still sitting there dealing with the same shit and sitting there suffering in silence Summer walker at least made bands off of the her damn hurt i chose to suffer in silence through mine <laughs> chose to suffer in silence through mine and y'all threw stones at a woman who chose to make money off of her hurt while y'all sitting over there crying about y'all, crying yourself to sleep at night in fetal position. So let's go to my notes because I got some things I want to talk about. And I want to continue to talk about that um post that I was reading to y'all. So I want to talk about it because I was there before. I want to talk about it because I was there before. Women who, women get heal a little bit or think they healed a little bit because it's out of sight out of mind and then when another woman start going through it is yeah it's f that man f this or it's dang girl you should do this you should do that meanwhile you ain't even really dealt with your heart you just choosing to um get high or drink or listen to your little friends who really ain't experienced nothing themselves and they don't even know what it's like to even be in something serious but the first person you'll take it to is your friends. They ain't even took it to God yet, but you want some friend, some friendly advice off of what you should do about your sister situation. Meanwhile, you get to just voice your opinion about another black woman's situation and you don't even know what's going on in their house. But the moment somebody try to tell you about your situation is, oh, you don't know. You don't know that. Okay, then we'll keep your mouth out for other people if you don't know their situation. Someone walk away that music because she's hurting. She's healing. She might not, let me not even say because she's hurting. I'm going to say she's hurting because I was hurting. 
I got books in my phone right now. I have books in my phone right now. Hold on, y'all. My boyfriend is it's calling me. <laughs> I have books in my phone right now from the nights I used to sit and cry myself to sleep. Begging God to remove me from my situation. Begging for answers. What do I need to do to get a man? this man to, to click? Like, I was there. And I have books in my phone that I sent my friends that I want to write one day. And I used to just write books about, it wouldn't even have, continue from a certain standpoint. It could be something that I was dealing with that day. And I just want to write this section of my book today. Eventually, I'll piece it all together and we'll have an amazing story. But what I'm saying is, I was Summer Walker before and Summer is hurting and Summer is also choosing to heal. And she's choosing to heal by doing something that she enjoys doing, which is music. And not just that, but she brought it to the black culture for other women who are dealing with the same kind of hurt. To let them know they're not suffering alone. To let them know that, yes, it is a struggle that I am dealing with, but I am doing the necessary steps to try to get over it. But no, I'm not choosing to suffer in silence. I'm choosing to make 20 fucking songs about it because that's going to make me feel better. I chose to write a book about mine because it made me feel better. I chose to start Joe's Craft Shack because it made me feel better. And if you ever bought anything from um, Joe's Craft Shack and you listen to this podcast, I want you to know that, yes, it was made from love, but it was also made out of hurt. Hurt because I was in a bad situation that I could not wait to get out of. I was miserable. Trying to find things that I enjoy doing so that I could get the fuck out of my situation. But instead of that, y'all would rather throw stones at Summer Walker. And what's crazy is I saw some of my closest previous friends, previous closest friends on Facebook also talking about um, Summer Walker in a way that made her um, less than. And I'm just really crazy about that because mind blown, because some, some people forget that you know them in reality. You know them in real life. Social media is for laughs. It's for jokes. And it's a put on for half of y'all. Some of y'all forget that people know you in real life. You battle with your own things in real life. And some of y'all wouldn't allow yourselves to relate to Summer Walker because you are Summer Walker. You haven't lived in your truth. And I guess I have a hard time believing that women can't accept other women for living in their truth when you're not even living in your own. So some of y'all were offended by Summer Walker because you wish you could do the things Summer Walker could do, which is live in her own truth. Meanwhile, you're really hurt because I want to go to my notes where I also stated in here um, that I think it's on, it's on, it's on my Facebook post. Let me show y'all. Because one of my friends who I love so dearly, she, um, she put that the hurt, she said to that response, it's not for me. The hurt doesn't hurt anymore. And I also told her, yeah, it's, yeah, me either. Mine is just frustration on my kids having to suffer from me choosing to leave. I don't want generational curses for my kids, but I love Summer Walker for this because I was, I was there before. And folks say this, the second album, but man, I was with someone for eight years. Four of them, I four of those years, I pretended like I was happy and I was really miserable as fuck. The lowest I'd been in my entire life. Healing doesn't have an expiration date. That's between them and God. So she is just healing. And I'm glad she did it for culture because that's what everyone is following these days. That's what 
That's what has minds entrapped, suffering in silence, but battling the same demons. Especially for my black women, our culture is different. And I'm telling her this because she's a white girl. So I'm glad to choose. I'm so I'm glad she chose to suffer out loud and su and heal than to suffer silently and heal. At least we know she's still battling battling this situation and something and something she's choosing to heal through. Wait. I'm sorry, y'all. At least we know she's still battling and is choosing and is choosing to heal through it by doing something she that brings her joy and hell money. We battle these things and run and hide and suffer in silence. At least hers got her paid and maybe it allow another woman who was suffering with the same hurt to be set free. And that and to know that it's okay to hurt out loud for the things that you suffer with. That's how you use your testimonies. You show people the process so the end results have credibility. Folks will see the things God has done in your life through the process and it'll set others free. So yes, I don't feel the hurt either, but I'm just happy she chose 20 songs for her hurt because when I was dealing with the same hurt she's currently dealing with, I chose to suffer in silence. So kudos to my girl Summer. Um, stop acting like y'all ain't never been in them situations. Some of y'all marriages is tore up. Some of y'all single mamas that's really not dealt with um the hurt that came with being a single mother. You just chose to um adapt, which is what culture has taught us to adapt. Black women have to just adapt. You just have to get up, brush your fucking shoulders off, put a smile on your face, and take your ass to work and make it happen. And battle your own demons. But 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 um Summer Walker chose to write to woke up, put a smile on her face, and write fucking 20 songs about what she's choosing to hurt with while you go to work in front of all these white people and pretend as if you don't have no hurt. Or you sit here and bring the same nigga around your family and myself <laughs> for years, making it seem like something it really ain't. This nigga came with me to my functions when I was miserable. But instead of making myself look like something I didn't want to look like, I just let him go. Meanwhile, I didn't give a fuck about him being there. So y'all would rather get mad at Summer or tell Summer she's all these things because what, y'all ain't there no more or because you chose to not deal with it. You just chose to adapt. You chose to put on that superhero cape of a single mama and wake your ass up every day and deal with your own emotions by, by getting high. By talking about other women who's choosing to live in their truth. Well, let me tell you something. I'm Summer Walker. I'm living in my truth by doing a podcast. And if you're listening here, it's because you have some form of healing that you want to do yourself. And you just chose to come here because I'm going to give it to you all. And not just that, because credibil my credibility is what it is. So that just goes to what I want to say about a while ago, how I said the end results, the process is called a process. Some of y'all have never been through what is called a process. Some of y'all believe that when you wake, go to bed, you're going to wake up healed. It ain't going to fucking happen. And excuse my language, but y'all have pissed me off with this. And the ones that really pissed me off is some of the best people that I used to call friends because I was Summer Walker before. Man, I could go back in pictures and remember some of the topics when I was with some of my friends, yo. How I would be like, yo, I'm going to leave this nigga. I can't wait to get the fuck up out of here, yo. I can't wait to leave this situation. Man, my friends will remind me. Akil just sent me a book that I sent him the other day. Not a book, but a part of my book. And let me tell you what it said. A part of my book that I wrote probably two and a half years ago, Akil brought it to my attention. And he sent it to me. And he said...
Oh, let me let me just read the part of the book that he sent me. It is a little bit, but look, rock bottom, rock bottom might be harder than I thought. You often hear that rock bottom is this and it's that, but the view is so different when you're actually there. In life, you're faced with so much, so many right things and hella wrong things. In life, we experience life-changing events. Sometimes it's death for pe from people overdosing. Sometimes it's it's car accidents that wasn't the victim's fault, or hell, maybe even abuse from someone who thought that what they were receiving was love. We gotta grow through what we go. We gotta go grow through what we go through. I'm learning that now. I'm at rock bottom trying to call, crawl back up to the top. The view is so dark from the bottom. It's so hard to see what you once saw. It sounds so good to hear. You're blessed. I'm thankful you're alive, but it's so much deeper than that. And you're and you're trying to convince yourself of those things, but it's hard. My life did a U-turn. It turned down this unfamiliar road that, and it has no sunlight, no trees, no nothing that's ringing a bell to let me know, oh, I'm good. I know where I'm at. I'm not sure where I'm at. Or when I'll leave. It's kind of like I ran out of gas and I'm hoping I will run into someone who can help me. Or I run into a familiar face who can redirect me back to where I belong. However, it doesn't work like that. This is my test. This is my pit stop and I got to figure shit out. You know you're lost when you love. When you love. You know you're lost. When love don't even feel like love anymore. When you got friends who truly care about you but it's still empty as fuck with nothing to give. But you still empty as foot with nothing to give. Some days I feel like I'm just a body. I'm just here for attendance purposes. I'm so lost mentally and physically and emotionally. It's so crazy because I was fine. I wasn't perfect, but I was getting to a better place for me, my kids, and my business. But that light changed from green to red in a matter of seconds. I'm alive. I'm blessed, and the car accident is something I'll never forget. It changed my outlook on life. It made me realize the time... Is that time is never on our side. We have to utilize the time that we are given because it's a privilege. Time runs out and we have no control over that. When we go through this, you're going through it. When you go through this, you're going through it. When you got to say goodbye, there is no ultimatum. Life for me has changed and I myself has changed and I am lost. This change was unexpected. I'm so used to having control over everything concerning me that I'm dead ass confused right now because this wasn't my doings and I have no idea what to do next. It's so fucking scary to be so strong, to be so ambitious, and one wrong turn got me shook. I'm lost. I've been praying to God, and maybe this time, maybe this is my time to sit down and seek him because I'm not getting anywhere. I've cried all the fucking tears in my body. I'm so lost. I'm so lost, and nobody can save me, and I'm so empty. I pretend to be okay. I'm not, but I'm not. But I don't know what's wrong. It's so weird and I hate it. I try, I'm try. i trying to find myself because the truth is I already know me. This is my journey with God. I'm not coming back from this unless it's through him. I'm not angry. I'm not bitter. I'm not sad. I'm just lost and I can't find my way. I miss me. I always compare myself to a flower. We walk on the ground all the time and we never notice the, need, the things beneath us until it pops out. Roots form under the grown. Roots form under the under the wait roots form under the grown and beautiful i guess i was trying to say roots from the roots form under the ground and beautiful flowers appear i put the wrong word sorry this phase of my life is growing pains my stem is growing and it hurts like hell but that's because i'm getting ready for my petals to bloom i was summer walker before and that is proof
So what I want to tell you is that it's called a process. People cannot believe your process unless you allow them to. Um, people can't believe your results unless you show, you're show you willing to show the process. I wrote this down this morning because I want you to know that you heal and you tell people about it as you go through the healing process. Nobody wants to hear the story after you're healed. People, it's harder for them to believe that, oh, yeah, I went through these things and now I'm healed. Oh, because when we get healed, all we do is scream the healing part. Oh, yeah, I'm healed. I've been delivered from that. You forget to mention the fine print, the things you battled with, the things you suffered with, the things, the thoughts you had, the bitterness you experienced. Y'all forget to leave that part. Y'all forget to mention that part. So I want to tell you that this is just called a process. And some of you have never been through a process because you think that life works off of you going to sleep broken and waking up healed. And it doesn't work like that. Some of your children will endure the same amount of generational curses and the same amount of hurt and pain you are currently dealing with because you think that you go to sleep broken and you wake up healed. It's called a process. And some of you guys need to know that it's okay to go through the process. The process is what gives the results validation. You have to allow people to see that process. It's called. Okay, so let me give you an example. And I say this because I was just telling a girl about this the other day when she came to my workout class. I want to talk about how women who struggle with weight loss because I struggle with weight loss so bad. I worked out for, I know, six months and probably felt like I saw no fucking results. And it probably was because. It was other mental, it was other things contributing to my weight gain that I needed to handle out. Weight doesn't just come from you running. You have to let weight go up in every aspect of your life. Things that don't serve you is dead weight. You have to get rid of that. It's called a process. So I started with exercising because that's what I wanted to do. But God showed me a little bit of grace by giving me a few inches off, but allowing me to dissect in those toxins that I was currently dealing with at the time and sit there and battle the things that I really thought I was okay with dealing with. No, God said, I'm going to let you lose weight and think, allow you to think that that's where you need to shift your focus. But what you really need to do is get out of this mess you're in. And then the way to shed like crazy, because it's not that you can't lose weight. It's just other things that don't serve you is also considered weight. It's dead weight. Get rid of the shit. That's why when you see women leave situations, they tend to lose weight. And it's because they never really struggled with weight. They never really struggled with losing weight. They thought they did because they couldn't get rid of the things that was really causing the dead weight. You know, God ain't going to let me get fine for him. Why? That ain't even my husband. <laughs> I'm not marrying him. I'm not even going to, God not, God don't even have our name on the same page at the end of the book. And I'm thinking I'm about to get fine and wine and dine by him. No, dead weight. It doesn't serve me. You got to get rid of the dead weight. But what I want to tell you is I struggle with weight so much. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I struggle with weight and I'm going to make it something that I don't struggle with by myself i made it a part of my daily routine y'all i would work walk on my lunch break at work at work i would walk on my lunch break at work while i was at work nine laps around this building in the inside of this building at a brisk pace was a mile and i walked my ass off and people were like what are you doing i'm trying to lose weight i knew that I was struggling with weight so much and I the burden was so much heavier than me. I needed others to know that I'm struggling with weight right now. So no, don't offer me a piece of fucking candy. Don't offer me to go to sheets. I'm struggling with weight right now. 
Just like I needed my friends to know I'm struggling with my relationship. I need to leave my children's father and I don't know what to do. But I don't want to do it alone. I don't want to suffer alone. I don't want to have to suffer alone. I already got to go home and deal with the shit alone. I don't want to have to suffer alone. So I'm going to tell you. Because the Bible says. Let me go to. We're going to church. In Galatians 6 two, Share each other's burdens. And in this way obey the law of Christ. So when you have fading faith. I want to go back there. It's, it's jumping back and forth. But it's about the process and fading faith. I had faith that I was going to leave this situation. I was going to get better. I was going to lose weight. I was going to be mentally better. I was going to break generational curses for my children that I did not want my children to endure because I had endured those things. I have witnessed men treat my mother like trash. And I thought it was okay for me to be with someone for this long and straddle the fence for this long. When this person knew very well much so what they were doing to me. Because he came and he told me. That he didn't tell me that he, that there was a chance that he wasn't going to marry me because he knew that there was a chance that I was going to leave him. That burden was a lot. And I knew that. I knew that. I knew it would be a point in time where he, maybe he would come to his senses and he would understand that. Because I already knew that. And at the time that I was knowing it, he was in denial. So I needed my friends to carry that burden with me. So I took it to them. And every time we met, and I'm so thankful for Gerard, I'm so thankful for Akil, I'm so thankful for Isha, I'm thank thankful for Laterica, for Jarrell, um, I'm just so thankful for um, the other people who played a part in those times that might not be around us in our everyday circle right now, but I'm so thankful for those amazing group of people because every time we met, they asked me, Samantha, has your situation gotten any better? What steps have you taken that you didn't take last time to get out of your situation? Because my friends care. Because they cared about my mental health. They cared about my well-being. They cared about my situation. Because they cared about my process. And anybody who has been friends with me knows that I am one person that is going to do almost everything that I say I'm going to do. It might not be tomorrow. But damn it, it's going to happen. When I said I was going to build that bed, we sleeping on it. I've been sleeping on it for a year and ain't shit broke on it. When I said I was going to build that coffee table, when I said I was going to build that TV stand, TV been on it, coffee stand, the coffee table sitting right here. When I said I was going to leave that situation and start over and not have it figured the fuck out, I have started over and not figured it the fuck out just yet. But I'm walking with Christ knowing that I am very far from where the fuck I was at. And that right there gives me peace to know at night that I'm going to sleep very well. It's called a process. Summer Walker is going through what she called a process and she decided to not suffer in silence. She decided to cast her burdens upon other black women, other culture, because she didn't want to suffer alone. And because she knew that what she's going through is not the first time somebody's going through it. God did not put her here in 2021 to say Summer's going to be the first one to deal with baby daddy traumas, baby daddy drama and traumas. Not me. I've been dealing with it since 2009. Not me, and I'm dealing with it right now. It have been. It's called a process, and it's called a testimony. She casting her burdens upon her sisters, the black community, and what y'all chose, some of y'all chose to do was um, throw stones at her for living in her truth. Meanwhile, y'all ain't doing shit but, but hiding yours. 
If you, I want to tell you this one thing. If you talk about things that bother you, if you think about things that bother you, you are just like Summer Walker. All Summer Walker did was choose to vocal hers out loud and through music. The truth is you're still battling the same things. She's just choosing to acknowledge that she's healing through hers and that this is her form of healing. And that she's going to use... <clears throat> And that she's going to use her form of healing to heal other people. Just like this podcast. This is just me healing. This is me breaking out of culture. I'm not already broken out of culture. I'm breaking out of culture. I do something different every day that doesn't define me to fucking culture. Because I'm not choosing to be that. I'm the exception. I'm not nothing what my mom and daddy thought. Y'all sit here and think that because you hide yours a little bit better that you are better than somebody else. There is a scripture in the Bible, and I promise to tell you that I search high and low for that scripture in the book, um, Crazy Faith, because I finished my book, Crazy Faith, this week. And if you have not worried Crazy Faith by Michael Todd, you need to get you a copy. And some of y'all, after that, Summer Walker, need to get you a copy. Because um, I see some of y'all statuses, and some of y'all need to be reading Crazy Faith, too. But anyway, um, it was a Bible verse that basically says, who are you? basically who do you think you are that you can't share your testimonies with somebody else like do you think you 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 too good basically i can't find the book it's in the michael todd's book if you read it it's in there i couldn't find it i thought i highlighted it but i couldn't and i'm actually about to give this book to one of my um friends that i met on facebook and i hope that it changes her life and i hope that it changes her situation and i ch change that and hope that it changes the trajectory of everything she thought she knew and it opens up doors for her. But anyway, um, the the book said and the Bible said that um, some of y'all won't use your testimonies. And I'm not understanding how because who do you think you are? Um, It's called a process. And y'all are with me on my process right now. This is a process. This podcast is a pro process. I'm healing through it. I'm healing through culture. Summer Walker is healing through culture. And some of y'all talking about Summer Walker. This is her second album talking about her baby daddy. Whoop the whoop. I'm finna go in some of y'all business right now. Some of y'all been talking about the same nigga that you have not even been free from for the last two years that I've been your friend, and you need to go and handle that. So two albums, some of y'all gonna sit here and let it be 20 years. At least it's two albums for her. I want you to know that um, healing has no expiration date. That's between you and God. When God heals you, you'll know. But until then, you use the process to help others feel like they can be healed as well. That's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here begging y'all to get out of culture, begging you to stop delaying your purpose and start living in the, in, to be what God has created you to be. Because some of y'all going to be everything your mom and daddy said you're going to be. And let me tell you something. That ain't what God created you to be. Some of y'all sit here and take all your ideas to your mama and daddy. Well, mama and daddy, what do you think? And they need to get to God. Mm, 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 mm. But y'all want to sit here and throw stones at Summer Walker for living in her truth. Meanwhile, you don't even you don't even know who you are. And the first thing you do is take your stuff to your mom and daddy. So what? Are they going to tell you who you're going to be in life? No, they're not. They're not. So what I'm just telling you is. We all got our own personal battles, right? Just stop choosing to throw salt at the ones that matter to you and don't matter to you. Because some of y'all will pick and choose. Y'all pick and choose for y'all situations. Some of y'all sitting here won't even divorce the man that's cheating, on, that's cheating on you. That's cheated on you. 
Some of y'all won't even let that go, but you want to throw salt, salt at, throw shade at Summer Walker. Some of y'all won't even leave your baby daddy. And your baby daddy ain't just your baby daddy. Got two, three, four offsprings out here under your kid. And you want to throw salt at Summer Walker. Mm. Some of y'all need to live in your truth. That's just, that's what it is. It doesn't make you better than anybody. It's just letting you know that, baby, you're not, you, you're not what you think you are, okay? You're not what you think you are. And when you sit down and you think about it and God will show you because God showed me that I was not what I thought I was, honey. No. No. And I just want you to know it's called a process. And y'all cannot go to sleep broken and wake up healed. This is Summer Walker going through her process. This is Samantha Jovan going through her process. And what I want you to know, too, is I have faith. What some of, I was going back to what about faith and faith, because y'all, some of y'all need to read Michael's Hot book. But what I'm telling you is when you have faith and faith, that's when you take your situations to other people. Share each other's burdens and in this way, obey and in this way, obey the law of Christ, the law of Christ. Y'all want to suffer. It's called faith and faith, right? If you read Michael Todd's book, it's a section called Faith and Faith. You have faith that you're going to overcome this situation. Summer Walker has faith that she's going to overcome hers. And I have faith that I'm going to overcome the things I have suffered with as a child. All the way up until my adulthood that was almost a generational curse for my children. My children because if you don't pay attention to the signs, you'll miss them. And some of y'all have played oblivious to the signs for years. And some of y'all that got that same mentality would do nothing but poison your daughters with the same mentality. With that same mentality. Got the nerve to be raising daughters, throwing shade at other black women who's living in their truth. Meanwhile, you're sitting here raising your kids in generational curses. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. All I'm saying is you take your burdens to your friends. Don't suffer faith and faith alone. If you have faith that you're going to overcome something and it's starting to fade, you start saying, dang, dang, here I go thinking about it again, seeing here dealing with it again. It's called a process and it's called faith and faith and you shouldn't suffer faith and faith alone. So in Michael Todd's book, he says, what feelings or fears are keeping you from asking others to share your burdens? Some of y'all embarrassed. Some of y'all embarrassed. I don't give a damn what you think about my life. I'm living in my truth every day. And I know that life is not perfect. And I could call you out on your bluff right now. If you think your life is perfect. I'm really hungry. My stomach is growling. But I'm just telling y'all right now. I live in my truth every day. And then I cast my burdens upon my friends. Some of y'all are miserable. And think that you are better than someone. Because you are choosing to suffer in silence. And Summer Walker chose to make, she probably made, she made some bands off of that. More than some bands should, more than what we made off of Suffering in Silence. Some of y'all won't even tell your friends that you're dealing with money issues because you're scared of what it might look like for you. Why? Because you don't look like the life you're sitting out here portraying? Because you really broke? But you don't want to tell your friends that because it don't match your character, right? Or the character you're perceiving um, to have. Some of y'all forget that people know the real you. Real you. The real you. And that's why I'll let y'all know the real me. Because 
I'll let you know the 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 raw, the uncut, the unhealed, the bitterness, the nastiness, the angerness that I might have dealt with in the past and that I'm choosing to no longer deal with now. From my mother all the way down to just life in general and the things that I thought I knew from the hurt I've experienced from people who I love. It's called a process. And that's why I'm so honest and so truthful because you can't go back and say, well, Samantha says this. I'm honest about my truth. I know I said it. Anything I said once, I can repeat twice. Some of y'all are embarrassed and won't even tell your own friends some of the the battles that you're dealing with, some of the demons you're sitting here fighting with because you're scared that it might not make you look good. Truth is, baby, the cat is out the bag. I can read a person in three minutes based off of the things that you tell me. I want to go and I want to tell you that if you are having faith and faith in something that you are experiencing right now, a situation you want to leave or something that you want to overcome or a task that you want to accomplish and it's fading, take it to your friends who really mean well for you. And if you don't have none, get you some. No new friends, you crazy as hell. Y'all be no new friends and got these toe up friends who sit here battling demons and sit here bitter as hell. And y'all sitting here hanging out with them. And you wonder why none of y'all can't get ahead. Most of y'all hustle backwards. That's why you can't get ahead. Some of y'all sitting here being friends with people who ain't, who, who y'all praising for this and for that. Meanwhile, you don't even know what they dealing with behind closed doors. It just look good, sure. Anybody can dress it up and make it nice. I did. Did for four years. For four years, I've dressed it up and made it look real nice. I want to talk about this, too. Hold on. I just want to tell people that, okay, I want to just go back and say that you take it to your friends the things you're struggling with. You take it to your friends that you're struggling with. And I know I really have a lot of things that I am trying to say and I am going to say right now <laughs> and that I have said. But I want to talk about I want to say you take those things to your friends because two or more gather is just more than one. People pray for you, you know that? And I, that's why I said I want to be able to say that you can tell me your prayer requests and stuff because some of y'all don't have those friends. And some of y'all are struggling with. Maybe social, um, so, social issues. Like some of the, some people I know I met and close friends with said that they're socially awkward and that they're trying to come out of their shell. So some of y'all are trying and this might be the first step for you. You don't see my face right now because I haven't really utilized my Instagram as far as live goes, but it's coming. Um, so you might be able to, you know, say, yeah, I'm not comfortable with outing my truth just yet, but I can relate to her. And I'm accepting my truth. This is me accepting my truth. So you, this is me writing her to tell her that I'm dealing with this and she can't see my face. She don't know that I'm sitting here crying behind this letter that I'm sitting here writing to this email, hoping that she puts it on her podcast so that I know that I have a friend that, that is praying for me or that cares for me or that genuinely wants what's best for me. Some of y'all going to take them same burdens to them same miserable folks that y'all sit around and hang around and talk about. And all y'all doing is fighting the same things. Your marriage is told the hell up. You can't keep a man for shit. 
You sleeping with other um boys, girl? You, you sleeping with other women's girl, boyfriends? But be having the audacity to throw a stone at somebody living in nature. Living yours. I live in mine every day. Which gives me the credibility to live, to tell you to live in yours. I'm living in mine every day. And I want to use an example going back to when I said I was struggling with my weight. I literally gave that to my friends too. Some of them joined Cycle Bar, man. I remember going to Cycle Bar with Gerard on Martin Luther King Day uh, two years ago. And Akil was in Cali. Akil was in Cali. I'm not sure if Isha was in Cali, but Akil was in Cali. And I was like, Akil, when you come back, we're going to Cycle Bar. And man, I almost died. I walked out of that classroom um, exercising. Gerard's like, just keep up. And I'm like, nigga, no, nigga, I'm tired. I'm hot. Like, I'm, I'm cussing at him. And I'm like, yo, no, I'm about to pass out. I got to get out of here. So I, you know, go out and gather myself. And I sit out there and wait for him because the class was really almost over. But I really, I just really couldn't hang on anymore. Literally, after that, I had so many friends come to Cycle Bar. I'm talking about meeting me at, me there at 6 o'clock in the morning before they go to work. I'm getting off work some days early asking nurses to take my shift so that I can go to the mimosas and cookies um, Cycle Bar ride. Shout out to Miss Mary, both Miss Marys. Shout out to y'all. Because I placed my burdens upon the two Marys that I worked with at Cornerstone. They were nurses, black nurses. And I begged them. I finished my assignment early and I begged them to take my report and give it off. Because they knew I wanted to lose weight so much. And what's crazy is they wanted to lose weight too. But they just wasn't there yet. It just didn't fit their schedule yet. So they put their, their faith in me and let me go. And now they both are, both are choosing healthy options and... One talks about me to her granddaughter all the time. And when I see her granddaughter, she says, my grandma just loves you. Y'all are so busy hiding your truth. And it really could be what sets you free. All you got to do is give it to somebody else. Somebody could be praying for you. I pray for my podcast every day. So if you listen, I pray for you every day. Okay, it's a few days where I might forget to pray because I'll be tired, but God is working on me and we getting more devotional time. But I want you to know that I pray for you more than what you think. So I want you to know that when I took that to there, it, it allowed me to form healthy, healthy relationships and healthy environments where I when I was having faith in faith, I say, y'all, I don't see me losing no weight. And they say, girl, you're doing an amazing job. Keep going. You've been going. That's something, Samantha. You go. You drive from from Irwin all the way to North Cary, which is an hour and 10 minutes one way. And you pay a toll road. And you pay a $99 fee to go to that gym. And you waking up to drive. You leaving here at 445 for a class that starts at 6 in the morning. That's dedication. Samantha, give yourself some grace. I wouldn't have been reminded of that if I hadn't formed those healthy environments that I sat there and told them that I was battling with weight and I needed some form of encouragement. I set that environment. So when I felt like I was having faith in faith, I go to the environment that I know that's going to make me better because they're rooting for me. Some of y'all won't even tell your own friends the things you're battling with because you're scared of what it might look like. Meanwhile, that's why you ain't being set free. So you look at other women who have been set free and living in their truth and you look at it as a bad thing because in reality, it's something you want to do. It's something you really want to do. I know it. I've seen it firsthand that people will bring up my past because people will bring up my past because they are so shocked as to how I overcame everything that I've overcome.
And it's nothing but God, really. But they'll bring it up. And it's because they really want to have the ambition and the truth and the will to overcome the things that they struggle with the same way I did. So that they can be set free. But people who are in denial will rather throw stones than to own their own truth. I know. I'm co-parenting with one. I know. But what I want you to know is when I was dealing with my weight and I was forming those healthy environments for when I was having faith and faith, I want you to know that when you are having faith and faith and you're that that's part of the process. All you're doing is showing people your process. You're going back and saying, hey, I know I set this goal for me, but right now I'm having a very hard time seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and I need some pep talk. I need I need some encouragement. Those friends will be there to help root you on. I'll be there rooting you on. I don't even got to know you. I just know that people really aren't who they say they are and that you don't have to be the things that people have conformed you to be. You don't have to be those things that you thought you were going to be. Y'all, I thought I was going to be a nurse for years and just do all these amazing things. I'm not working as a nurse anymore because I don't want to be a nurse right now. Because I have found my purpose in life and God has molded me for my purpose at this current moment. And that's for another day. But I just want you to know that I thought I was going to be a nurse. My family thought I was going to be a nurse. I am a nurse. I graduated. I have my nursing license and all of that. But what I'm saying is they thought that that's what that's what I was going to be because I thought that's what I was going to be, too. But what I accepted on Jan July 11, 2021, was that, God, I'm not worried about what I thought I was going to be or who I thought I was going to be or what others thought I was going to be. I want to be who you created me to be. So if it looks nothing like what I thought it would look like, I'm totally fine with that. You know what's best for me, not my mama, not my daddy. So if it's totally different than what I thought and what they thought, then I'm with it. If it breaks generational curses for me, I'm with it. And for my kids, I am with it. So what I'm telling you is when I lost my weight, I started blog. Not I was blogging about it and I was putting it on my Facebook and my Instagram and letting people see what we call the process. Because you tell people about your process when you're going through it. You don't tell people you healed and that, oh, yeah, I dealt with these things and I healed. No. People take your credibility, your your end results. People give it, that's, your end results gets the credibility based off of the process. If you don't share the process, it's hard for people to, to, to give your results credibility. I want to give you an example of why I say that about weight loss because it's so hard and what I realized when I was dealing with weight loss was it was so hard to believe that you could lose weight you could lose weight I, I felt like I, it was hard for me to believe that I could lose weight looking at someone who's standing on the stage with a six pack of abs telling me that she was 100 pounds lighter than she was last year with no pictures not telling me anything she she dealt with mentally, physically, emotionally. The things that she had to remove out of her life to get her to where she's going. She didn't tell none of that. She just told the end results what had no credibility. Yeah, I bet you did lose weight. I know you did. I see your I see I see how toned you are, and I know you weren't born like that. So you did some form of training, fitness to achieve this look. You did. 
but people give the credibility to the process. They give the results, the the results, the credibility if they see the process. So I got up there when I was big and I have pictures. I have things that I battled with. I'm very open. I am not ashamed to say that I was on Weight Watchers. Sometimes when I tell people I was on Weight Watchers, they say Weight Watchers. You shunning me for you using Weight Watchers or are you shunning me because it worked? <laughs> and that you didn't think it would work. Because it's just Weight Watchers and that everybody has said, oh my God, Weight Watchers? Weight Watchers worked. It worked for me and I lost weight and I looked the fuck good. It's a process. You tell people about the process when you're going through the process, not when you're healed. I didn't want to tell people about me losing weight after I lost weight. I wanted people to know that you can be going through this process and you can be you can have faith and faith in this process and you can cast your burdens upon people who have the same struggles as you or people who don't have the same struggles as you but want you to overcome your struggles. Some of my friends was more fit than me. Some of my friends didn't even give a fuck about working out because they were content with what they looked like, which is cool. But they cared enough about me that I could cast my weight burdens upon them. It was nothing too heavy for them to carry. They carry it for me. And people now respect my credibility for weight loss because I, I revealed the big, the ugly, the truth that comes with weight loss. The things I battle with mentally. And my credibility is solid because here I am on my podcast telling you that I left a bad situation after I lied for four years and was in a bad relationship. Eight years. Four of those years I lied. Pretending that I was happy when I was really miserable. This is the credibility. This is how I get to live in my truth. This is what helps me set others free. This is what helps me with people who struggle with weight loss. I can I can relate to you a little more. It would be hard for me to get on the stage and tell you that I lost all this weight and I don't show you no proof. I don't show you the fine print that I dealt with this mentally. That I had withdrawals almost like from drugs. Food is a withdrawal. It's a drug. Almost. It feels like drugs. Um... The most drugs I've ever done is weed. And I didn't smoke weed until I turned 20, what, 27? Yeah, because I'm 28 now. Yeah, I didn't start smoking weed until I was 27. And that's the honest God. I've never done a drug before in my day in my life. My mother was an addict. And I stayed away from things that might have triggered me to become an addict because I don't want those generational curses. But that was just a thing that I thought I had to do, you know? I, 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 so I was like, you know what? I could smoke weed and I could try weed and not become an addict because I know I'm not going to be an addict because I know that I'm not going to be an addict because God is not going to allow me to be an addict because he knows that that is something I want to overcome for as a generational curse. Alcohol ruins my family. Drugs run in my family. So what I'm saying is you talk about the process when you're going through it, because the credibility means much more when people see the, the process. So, I'm going through my process right now. And what I'm saying, too, is it's hard for people to get up there and see me with, that's the wind blowing in the garage door, but um, see me with a six-pack of abs and I haven't told the fine print. I haven't told the things that I struggle with. It's so hard for black women to get up there and lose weight when you got a six pack of abs and you a black woman and a black instructor. People will respect you more if you told them the things you battle with. 
I battled with food like it was a drug withdrawal. And the only reason I could say it felt like a drug withdrawal is because I'm a nurse. And I've seen patients coming off of drugs. And oh my gosh. It's brutal. You feel so bad for them. The shakes, the tremors, the cries, the begs for, for mercy. I had those same withdrawals from food, yo. It was an addiction for me. It was helping me with my situation. And I, I was addicted, so I went through withdrawals. I used to tell my friends, man, the closest thing that I could relate to what I'm going through right now that what it looked like is drug withdrawals. This is drug withdrawals. I'm sitting here crying because I'm hungry because I want other things. I'm not hungry. My mom wants other things. I'm full. I already ate. I'm great. But it was something I was battling with. And I just want you to know that I'm so honest about that with people who are struggling to lose weight because that is the deal breaker for people. People don't give a fuck about the end result if you didn't show the process. People don't care about that. Yeah, you lost weight, but show us how you lost weight. Show us the things you battled with when you were losing weight, when you were trying to lose weight. Yeah, you left, left that relationship. Tell us what you were dealing with when you was trying to leave. People know that they can leave. The option is to leave or stay, duh. That's already a given. But what you do is you open up and you tell people about the things you'll battle with. Leaving is the easy part. Healing from the things that cause you pain, things you thought you knew, figuring life out all over again, being a single mom, all that is new. Those are the things that you have to face in the days to come. Leaving is easy. People don't care that you left. People want to know how you left, why you left, how you're doing when you leave. What are things you still struggle with that you thought you wouldn't struggle with? That's the truth. Summer Walker is giving y'all see the, the the proof is in the pudding. That's how I told my boyfriend. And the what what the proof is in the pudding, and the proof is not that it tastes good. The proof is in the pudding, meaning you use the, the these are the ingredients that it took to make this taste this good. This is the ingredients that it took for me to figure out that I didn't have to be what that black man was telling me I had to be. His girlfriend for eight years before he would even propose to me. No, the proof is in the pudding. You leave, you heal, you rebuild, and then if it tastes good in the end, then there's the proof. If you got to go back and work on some things, that's the proof. Just a few months ago, my, my pudding was tasting a little bad. I wasn't making bad, right decisions. I was choosing the wrong guys. I was allowing things that to be accepted that I shouldn't, shouldn't have accepted. The proof was in the pudding. The pudding was gross. It was, not, it was nasty. <laughs> and the proof is in y'all pudding. The only thing about it is y'all just the only ones eating it, you know? Y'all just let people think that it tastes good. No. A lot of y'all go to bed bitter and miserable. And it's because you haven't healed from your situation. And that's fine. We're not saying that. But just don't condemn other black women who's choosing to live in their truth and choosing to not be that one that goes to bed and cries herself to sleep. So I'm about to close out because I wanted to say, um, I want to say that Summer Walker, I'm proud of you for doing what you did for culture, for the black women. I'm glad you chose to suffer out loud and not suffer in silence. 
I'm chose your, I'm glad you chose to heal, that you're choosing to heal. Some of y'all need to choose to heal. Some of y'all are bitter. Some of y'all haven't even owned up to your truth. And I just want you to know that if you have faith and faith, this is enough for you to bring it to me. I'm enough. You can cast your burdens upon me. If you don't have friends that genuinely care for you, I'm here. And I just want to say this. I want to say this. I want to say that Second Corinthians says, I didn't Second uh, Corinthians says, I didn't write down the exact Bible verse, but it's in Second Corinthians, and it says, anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. I want you to know that Summer Walker might not be who she who she was years ago. And yes, she's still talking about the things she's healing from, but that doesn't mean that she hasn't made progress. I just want y'all to know that I'm making progress. But I'm not what you thought I was, and I'm not who I used to be. I'm saved now, and those things that you thought you knew about me, you did know about me. Again, we don't admit the things that we did or the things that we struggled with. We just use it as a way as a weapon to not go back. And that's what I want to tell you before I close out that I had another page and I wasn't crazy. I want to tell you this, and this is such a good, this is great because it's flowing together and this is me ending that <clears throat> we've got to leave the sin, but take the mat. That's stated in the Bible. I mean, in the book, Crazy Faith with Michael Todd, which is my pastor, by the way, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Some of y'all can go because some of y'all need to go. Um, and I just want you to know that sharing my testimony is my secret weapon for how I stay free. My story is my weakness. My story of weakness is my weapon. I just want y'all to know that God is looking for believers who... Don't want to throw away their testimony, but who going to roll it up and take it with them everywhere they go. And if you know me, then you know when I see a stranger, I have no problem telling you I lied for years. In the last few weeks, I've had about four solicitors come to my house and all of them know I say I'm saved. And half of them knew, even knew the things I was battling with. Because that's just my truth. That's my mat. I left the sin at the altar, but I'm taking the mat with me. That's the receipt. That's the proof. That's the pudding right there. I'm taking it with me. Because that is going to make me better than what I used to, you know, and it's going to allow others to be set free. So it says in the book that, um, yeah, people say, you know, that you should leave it at the altar. Yeah, we got to leave the sin at the altar, but we got to take the mat. Some of y'all forget when you get healed that you was once there before. No. You should remember where you once was so that you can get other people who are currently dealing with that same situation out and they could be just like you. Be set free. <clears throat> Excuse me. I use my my mat to testify to others so that they can be set free. This podcast ain't for nothing. This It's for me, but it's for y'all too. I just want you to know that naturalized is for y'all. We've been lied to. We've been convinced that we have to deal with these things when we really don't. And I just want you to know that 
you, when you take your mat with you, it's for the things that's ahead of you, right? It's the things that is ahead of you because people will try to remind you the things that you used to be. Well, you could just pull that mat out. That's me saying, yeah, no, I'm not saying that I wasn't a sinner and an unsaved sinner. And I'm not saying that I'm not a sinner now. It's that I'm just choosing to use God to direct my footsteps and to guide me and to not allow me to make those same mistakes that I made before. The mat's right here. I brought it with me. Here it go. You can see. You see it. It's not saying that I didn't. It didn't occur. It's I got the mat. And I'll show it for you. But I just want you to know that it's not who I am right now. But I, I, I still carry it. Of course. It's who I am. It's a part of me. If it wasn't a part of me, y'all wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. This is the mat. The mat is right here. This The, the podcast is the mat. And I just want you to know that when you're in Christ, at some point, for his glory, God is going to require you to be put on display in front of people that, that knew you in your crippled state. And I want you to know that because how do y'all think people overcome certain things? If you think it's only happening to your mama who left your daddy a few years ago and because she got married that she overcame that and that it's just going to happen for her, that it can't happen for you, it can't happen for your best friend, it can't happen to a stranger that you met in Fulon, you're crazy. You're crazy. And I'm glad that God allowed me to be the exception. And I don't mind being put on display in front of people who once knew me. Yeah, you once knew me. I knew me too. But I know me now. And I brought the mat. You know, I brought the mat of who you used to know. I brought it with me. So, Summer Walker, I'm really proud of you. And I'm glad you did it for culture. And for the ladies who... It's okay to not be able to relate to Summer Walker. I can relate to Summer Walker... First of all, if you ain't got kids and stuff and you ain't really been in nothing real serious, I ain't even going to say you couldn't relate because I saw people saying who they could relate because I'm pretty sure maybe they had a friend who dealt with it. So, yeah, you can relate. Might not have directly, if it might not have if impacted you or affected you directly, but as far as on, on, a, on a personal level, but it could have if it was one of your friends. To all my previous friends and all my current friends, if you were up there laughing, or throwing shade at Summer Walker, I forgive you. I just want you to know that, that I used to be that same Summer Walker. So, yeah, you might not feel her lyrics. I didn't feel them right now. They didn't have an impact on me right now because I'm past that stage. But I'm rooting for the sisters. Who's not? Because I was once there. I was there. And so, yes. Yes, I forgive you. Because right here it says... I just want you to know, uh, well, before I forgive you and what I've got to say, I just want you to know that Summer, I'm proud of you for that and that you're choosing to heal because I'm choosing to heal too. And I just want to tell my friends and the people who, you know, I'm going to say don't live in their truth. If it didn't bother you yesterday or if it didn't impact you, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm happy. If you're past that point, I'm very happy for you because I know how it feels. If you're in that segment, I'm praying for you because I know it's rough. Been there. Done that. Numerous of nights. Numerous of years crying. I know. It's hard. And I'm rooting for you. And for the ones who might not have been directly impacted, allow somebody who is dealing with that to cast their burdens upon you and you genuinely care about their well-being and that you'll pray for them and that you'll stand gathered two or more. 
for their situation when they have faith and faith that they can come in your environment and get healed, uh, get a get a healing when they feel sick and they can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I hope that you uplift them. So I want to tell my friends yesterday who I know for a fact are not living. Some of them are not living in their truth. That Luke 17, 3 through 4 says, so be careful if your brother sin, tell them that he is wrong. But if he is sorry and stop sinning, forgive him. If your brother sins against you seven times in one day, but he says he is sorry each time, then forgive them. Forgive him. So yesterday, if you were one of my friends and you threw shade at Summer Walker, yes, it bothered me probably. It did. Because I was once Summer Walker. Some of y'all are even Summer Walker. I'm friends with you and I was friends with you for years. Some of y'all are Summer Walker. Some of y'all are battling demons that you don't want to acknowledge that you're battling. Some of y'all are carrying dead weight. Some of y'all are hurting and I just want you to know that I pray that you cast your burdens in a on healthy and good soil. So that when you have faith and faith that you could go back to those same people and get that daily dose that you need to keep going because it's called a process. You don't go to sleep broken and wake up healed. So that is all, ladies. I want you to know to stop judging people for living in their truth when you don't even live in yours, okay? So I want you to take that with you. Before you throw a stone at somebody, ask yourself, am I certain of the things that I'm battling with? Have I acknowledged the things I'm battling with before I go in, cast and throw stones at somebody else who at least took the first step to admit that they're battling with something and chose to do it out loud? Some of y'all going to suffer in silence for years. Some of y'all going to have generational curses for your children and their children and their children. And it's going to come from you because you had the power to change things. But culture wouldn't let you because you cared about what it looked like. So, yes, I love y'all. And I'm so glad I'm living in my truth. And I'm so glad that God has chosen me to be the exception. So stay tuned for the next podcast because it's coming in a couple days. It's actually coming probably tomorrow. And I just want you to know that I love you all. And Summer Walker, you did the damn thing, girl. Keep healing and keep being you. And if you are Summer Walker and if you don't, it, if Summer Walker isn't, and when I say if you are Summer Walker, I'm not talking about are you just dealing with baby daddy trauma. What I'm saying is, are you accepting your truth and are you living it out loud so that you don't have to suffer in silence? If you're not, I pray that that be on your to-do list this, this week as you go and as you grow. I love you, ladies. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope it's amazing. And I hope it's full of love. And I hope that this allows someone to be set free. If you're a summer rocker and you are Samantha Jovan, I'm rooting for you. It's all love, baby. See y'all later. Love you.